Today on the program, no to Uncrush is silly. Why Uncrush? It's Incredibles 2. Welcome to the Rewatch Party. I'm your host, Nick. Joining me today is the num-num-to-my-cookie, Anthony. <laughs> I always kind of, when people talk about cookie, I always assume that's a vagina. Like, oh, <laughs> you're num-num yeah. on my cookie. Probably Tiger. so. But vagina. It's just really, really hard to find sexual innuendos in kids' cartoons. Uh, harder than it used to be, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm sure it's there. I mean. The sexual innuendo is elastic girl's ass through the whole thing. Well, yeah, but you can't be what the elastic to my ass. Yeah, no, the stretchiness to my. <laughs> That's too much. Maybe you could. Yeah. Also with us, back after a long break, producer Brandon. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing great. Yeah. Hey, I just want to say, feels good to be inside of you two and everybody else. <laughs> I'm in your ear hole. Oh, those holes. Yeah. But not Melanie's. Those are the ones she blocks. Right, 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 right. <laughs> when you bust in the door. <laughs> three holes and two hands. Cover the ones you don't want me in. <laughs> <laughs> My she covers ears. her ears. Uh, she rape, covers her ears. Rape roulette. Yeah. <laughs> Today, we are talking about Incredibles 2 from 2018. 14 years after the first one. Slight break. Not the record, though, because, you know, Top Gun Maverick came out 300 years after that first one. So, yeah. <laughs> but yet, there. somehow, Tom Cruise is, like, the same age. Oh, that's yeah. because he he, he uh, does the thing from South Park where you rip open babies and drink the stem cells right out of their spine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, no, I think he was one of the... After, uh, <clears throat> remember when Stallone got busted in Australia for HGH? Sure. Which isn't technically steroids, so it's yeah. legal, but it's not in Australia. HGH is just human growth hormone. It's the thing your body stops producing after like mid twenties, and that's yeah. when you like start really aging. It's so when so, you stop growing. Yeah. So he uh you can buy that, but it's expensive as fuck. So usually celebrities get that and that keeps them looking youthful for longer. <laughs> and Tom Cruise apparently is one of the ones that does but he never got busted with it, so nobody gives a fuck. Why? I mean, if it's it's legal or it's illegal? It's legal here, but he was flying it into Australia oh, where it's illegal. Hmm. So nobody gave a fuck here because it wasn't liquid. So, yeah, fine. I think Tom <laughs> Brady is on the HGH, isn't he? He might be. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he's, what, in his mid-40s and still... Man, who the fuck is NFL quarterbacks? He's throwing balls around. <laughs> his wife isn't anymore, though. Oh! <laughs> There's one football reference I know. <laughs> she was worth more than him. That's like she took <laughs> she off, was the bread and, and then he's like, "Yeah, well, you owe me alimony." Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Well, wait, does that include that is a just world? God damn it. <laughs> does that include the what business loans that he got in two thousand or in twenty twenty? I don't know. Didn't, wasn't there something about loans? he took like billions and the loan forgiveness during the COVID shutdowns and stuff? And I was like, "You're Tom Brady. What the fuck are you doing?" I don't. I don't. I don't. Or know was that maybe it wasn't Brady? It was. 
Is that the, is that is that Brett Favre? That's maybe it was all Favre. The trouble yeah, for, yeah for, maybe it was Favre. Oh yeah, yeah. that sounds more. There was familiar. someone who was like, "You're already a fucking millionaire. What are you doing taking money you don't need?" Well, if the government's going to give me money, well then don't you bitch about the government giving money to people because it makes them lazy? What the fuck are you doing taking millions of dollars, you dick? <laughs> That's only poor people that take it. Oh, Rich yeah, people yeah. that take it, it's fine. Rich people take free money. It's great. Poor yeah. people take it's money. Why do you fucking lazy? You didn't fucking earn it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I like money. Anyway, so. <laughs> uh, 14 years later. So, again, written, but not in the movie. Not in the movie. No, it, it picks up. It's like John Wick because it picks up immediately. Yeah. Or The Raid 2 that picks up immediately after the first one. Or that might be it. <laughs> I'm sure there's others, but there probably are. But I don't watch a lot of movies, so I wouldn't know. Um, but again, <laughs> written and directed by Brad Bird. Uh, the whole cast came back, everybody, except for Dash. Who'd have thought that in the 14 years since the first one, Spencer Fox's voice had deepened a bit and he would no longer sound like an eight-year-old? Huh. Well, he's fucking 22 at this point. Like, <laughs> no, get out of here. It's Howie Mandel now. Yeah. <laughs> Spencer, take, take the condom off your head. Was Howie's how his whole thing, right? Yeah. Well, was it that and voicing it, Bobby and Gizmo? Right. Right. Yeah. And doing the game shows, and now games, now being a host. Yeah. Oh, he has a one one season of a show called Bullshit. Oh, Howie. Yes. Yes. And it's it great. Is fucking fantastic. Yes, it's great. Oh my god, it's amazing. Uh, one I of wish- the episodes, he, I guess, he's been doing. He'd been doing Deal or No Deal so long. He kind of like slipped and started to phrase something as so so and so deal or is like, oh. Wrong show. <laughs> I, I think it was so like the first of episode track. of it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a good show. It's great. I wish they would bring out another season of it. The fact that you just get to see Howie Mandel say bullshit like 20 times in a half an hour is pretty awesome. They got that Netflix money. Well, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Better than that ABC money. So anyway, the movie opens up on Tony. Remember uh, Violet's crush from the first one, her high school romance. He's getting interrogated by uh, Rick. I don't know, their lawyer kind of liaison. Their government, their government connection guy or whatever. Yeah, but his last name is, uh, his name's super suggestive. I mean, his name's Richard Deep or I don't know, something. It's like something very suggestive. Anyway, he's talking to this kid and the kid's like, yeah, well, there's this girl I never really noticed, but then one day, I don't know, she seemed different and I was all about it and we're supposed to go out this Friday and then we get back to the end of the first movie, you know, the the happy epilogue of the first movie where they're at Dax Dash's uh track event. And that's when she's all of a sudden got the confidence. So the high school jock is like, Oh hey, a confident girl. I notice you now. And they they book the date and that's how the movie ends. But now after they book the date, they're all like leaving the the track and going out and this is where the underminer comes out and he's like I am beneath all of you, but nothing is beneath me. I am the underminer. I'm like, that's, that's actually a pretty <laughs> awesome catchphrase. Uh, and I thought it, that this, it sounds like this is voiced by Paul Giamatti. The underminer? The underminer. No, it's John Ratzenberg. John Ratzenberg, who's the post, uh, postal worker from uh, Cheers. Oh, all right. And he also does the pig in the Toy Story. Yeah, he's Cliff. Yeah. Cliff, yeah. Oh, he's really? A, he's the pig in all the Toy Stories. He, uh, after Cheers, I don't know if he ever did any real live action acting again, but he is like voice actor extraordinaire. 
Oh yeah, he's in Monsters. He's a, he's oh, been. I in, guess that's like Monsters at Work. I don't know what that is. It's probably but a Monsters Inc. thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway, Underminer. Yeah, I would have sworn it was Paul Giamatti, but no. Yeah, Ratzenberger. Um. So Underminer comes up. The family leaps into action and does her superhero thing. But Violet is left holding Jack Jack the baby, and she doesn't want to be. And she takes her masks off at one point, and Tony sees her. And is like, oh my god, the girl I was interested in is a superhero. <sighs> It's Rick Dicker. That's the name. Rick Dicker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know it was something very suggestive. Um, Dicker. Dick. Hardly oh, know yeah, So his name is Dick Dicker. Yeah. <sighs> Redundant. <laughs> One dick is enough, unless, you know, you're in movies. I mean, but, unless that's your thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so he recognizes Violet and gets scared and runs away, and that's the end of his story. And Dick, old Dick Dick is like, yeah, okay, well, we're just going to shoot this laser beam at your head. And he's like, I want to forget that she's a superhero, and she can just go back to being a high school girl I like. And he's like, yeah, you'll you'll forget that, all right. Yeah, and, and this and guy's name can... is Tony, Tony Ridinger. <laughs> <laughs> the boyfriend. Ridinger. Yeah. I'm just telling you what I'm just telling you what hey, I'm that, hey, man. Uh, hey man I didn't I didn't write the characters so but then, as opposed to the end of the first movie this time we actually get to see the underminer fight uh his plan is he blows out because he's made this series of interconnected tunnels underneath the ground like the Viet Cong and and uh so he has bombs underneath all these buildings and he blows up the bombs the buildings collapse down into his tunnels and then he like <laughs> Breaks into the bank and uses this super fucking vacuum hose to suck all the money out of the bank vault. Um, even gets away because Mr. Incredible's down there trying to deal with him. But he has a second little drill, like the big drill thing from Total Recall. <laughs> you know, and uh, so he sends off a second one of those on a like collision course to go up to the surface and head towards City Hall. So Mr. Incredible goes to stop that one. Underminer gets away with all the money. Um and so as they're like out on the street dealing with this massive fucking drill, ve weaponized vehicular drill, uh, <laughs> going down the street, all fighting it. And this, this random guy is getting out of the back of a limo. He's like, oh, my God, superheroes are back. Yay, this is awesome. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's probably interesting. Also seems to me like this is all pageantry for the Underminer. Like it, he could have just done all those things. Crashed the buildings underground, sucked out all the money before anybody knew what the hell was going on. It was just an just earthquake, as far as everybody knows. And then he's gone, and nobody knows anything. Well, he about had it. to give a speech to everybody who knew who he was. <laughs> he, he, he caught he me monologuing. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he could have went a uh, diehard and just like tunneled in and had a bunch of dump trucks come in exactly. and haul, haul the the money. Exactly. Out. But a little side note: this uh, writing her guy uh -huh. is the son of the director. Ah, fucking Hollywood nepotism so, yet again. Family affair. Uh, He's the eldest son of Brad Bird. Of Brad Bird? Yeah. I see. I wonder how many other kids of his show up in these fucking movies. Huh, Brad? Well, he has a uh, a brother named Nicholas Bird. So, Is he in the movie, too? I, I don't think so. Oh. I haven't been able yet. to find. I'm sure Brad's still cranking out movies. I mean, he, so it's, it's been 20, so what's another 14 years? There'll be an Incredibles <laughs> 3. Hey, he's apparently in every Incredibles movie. Yeah. So, yes. I mean, every spinoff, every uh, Lego Well, because Tony Ridinger is going to be in there. Right. Well, so, I mean, get, he's getting you know, that royalty check. Take, try to take Ching care of your kids, you know? Yeah. He had to audition like everybody else. Yeah, what about all the people that couldn't even get an audition? Seems he got his pretty fucking easy, didn't he, Brad? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so 
Uh, this this random rich guy super excited to see that the supers are back out in public and no longer in hiding. It's very exciting for him. Now, the incredible family gets in trouble. The cops detain them. And, you know, we were just trying to help and do the right things. Like, well, did did you get the underminer? Or no, like, did, did you stop any further damage? Well, no. <laughs> did you stop them from stealing the money? Also, no. <laughs> did you at least apprehend the underminer? Again, no. So, really, all I'm getting here is that you could have done absolutely nothing, and we would have been better off. The banks are insured. We have things in place for this. All you had to do was fucking nothing, and we would be fine. So, you you don't want us to superhero? That's what we've been trying to say for 14 years now. Yeah, that's exactly what we're getting at. Um so, you know, Dick Dicker comes in and, and takes him out. It's like, all right, co- local cops, we got this. We don't need a fucking first blood situation on our hands. Yeah. With a name like Rick Dicker, you know he's a, <laughs> you know he's got the situation under control. He's dealt with some shit in his life. You know, he's a pretty straight shooter. Yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> did say about old Rick Dicker? <laughs> he might I mentioned before that, like, the first foreman I ever worked for, when I first got hired as an apprentice, name was Dick Short. Dick that Short. That's his name. Yeah. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Tough motherfucker. But you, you gotta be. You would have to be. Yeah. <laughs> that was the... His name's Richard. Because I'm the son of a bitch that Richard. named you Dick Short. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the boy named Sue mentality. <laughs> yeah. Well, I knew I wasn't going to be around to toughen you up, so I named you Dick Short. That's when my... Because fr- he was friends <laughs> with my dad. He knew my dad. And when my dad had my brother, my brother's name is Richard. He said, you can call him whatever you want, but he's always going to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I got, I got named, uh, my parents were at the local pizza hut, which in Beloit, Kansas is pretty fine dining. That's the hot spot to be. Yeah. And, uh, there was some asshole kid running around the pizza hut and the parents kept screaming, Nick, Nicholas, Nick, Nick, God damn it, give it Nick. And for some reason, <laughs> parents screaming at an insubordinate child made them, Hey, that's a pretty good name. We should do that. And apparently it stuck because... <laughs> I All am right. that asshole little fucking kid. There still. you go. So, old Dick gets the family away from the cops and takes them to this cheap motel. It's the Sahara Inn, which is modeled after like the motel used in True Romance, and the, the Sahara Motel that's in a bunch of like any kind of L.A. movie. I guess like the lower tier L.A. movies are not ones about the rich L.A. people, but. You know, the, the street crime type L.A. movies, they always have the Sahara. I think the, it's called the Sahara Resort or something in real life, not the Sahara Inn. But anyway, this is very fashion to be exactly that. Uh, um, and so he's like, yeah, the program shut down. You know, we, we were kind of hanging by a thread and this whole destroying the city and still not getting the bad guy thing pretty <laughs> much sealed that deal. So the last thing I could get for you is two weeks here at the motel. Then, I mean, you're, you're, you're on, on your own. own. That, that's all I got. And this is where the dad's like, oh, yeah, uh, daughter has this kind of high school crush, Tony writing her, but uh, he saw her, you know, knows she's a super, might want to deal with that. <sighs> yeah, fine, I'll fucking deal with it. That's just what I want to do as my last act as a government agent. Thanks a lot. 
Goddamn son of a fucking riding a piece of shit. Fucking you just as he puts the car in reverse and just <laughs> mumbling to himself. You think about Dick Dicker when you're out there fucking up the whole world? Nobody ever thinks about old Dick Dicker, do they? <sighs> you know, I should have listened to Mom and been a porn star with that name, but <laughs> just old Dick Dicker is just taking another Dick Dicking. <laughs> So they get family dinner, you know, their Chinese takeout and dinner at a cheap motel. And uh, mom's trying to be like, okay, kids, you can't use your powers anymore because superheroes are illegal. You know, we are just by existing illegal. And uh, the dad's trying to be like, no, this isn't fucking right. Well, it's the law. Whether it's right or wrong, it's the law. Well, well, if the law's fucking wrong, then we need to change the law. Well, we have laws in place to change laws, so we need to go about it the legal way. That's what laws are for. And they have this whole fucking back and forth, and the kids are like, I don't want vegetables. And, you know, shut the fuck up. We're having important conversations. Um, and then Frozone visits him. I mean, he's he's Lucius when he's not in his Frozone outfit, but he's just going to be Frozone. And, again, Samuel L. Jackson returned because... I just love Brad Bird casted Samuel Jackson to voice Frozone because he wanted, quote, him to sound like the baddest motherfucker on the planet. <laughs> or coolest motherfucker on the planet. One of the two, but... So there's not a motherfucker in no. this... In, not a single motherfucker. Yes, that's hard to believe. This, and he was in both of these and probably the holiday special and the Lego special and whatever YouTube shorts it's, and whatever. probably the longest run of, of Samuel of non acting. <laughs> of non-motherfuckery. There's probably a clause in his uh, contract for him to not say motherfucker. You have to pay him. Oh, like, yeah, right? You get the motherfucker when you hire Samuel That's Jackson. Right. Every 15 words without a motherfucker is an additional yeah. fee. <laughs> an extra 100K every motherfucker I don't say. Yeah. <laughs> every time Brad Gale's cut, he's like, all right, I would have had 10 in there. <laughs> yeah. You're just throwing out random numbers. No. Motherfucker, watch every movie I motherfucking make. You can see how often I say motherfucker. Now you can fucking count them. You think this isn't a science, motherfucker? <laughs> you think I've made it my career this fucking long without knowing how many motherfuckers I motherfucking say? <laughs> Gotta imagine somebody running across this podcast like, oh, look, little Jimmy, here's here's your favorite movie. We'll listen about your favorite movies. <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> dick, dick, and dicks. Dick, motherfucker. Dick, dick, or motherfucking that elastic girl's smoking ass. <laughs> they just have to get past the, the intro and be like, oh, Oh, this is not yeah. for, for little Timmy. <laughs> oh, Anthony likes to num num cookies too. <laughs> I'm <Okay>. not wrong. <laughs> so, anyway, Frozone, Lucius, but Frozone walks up and he's like, hey, while y'all are sitting here living in squalor in this shitty motel, I got approached by this tycoon. He wants to work with us. I'm heading over there right now. And the, the, the card is DevTech. Right? I think I believe it's DevTech. Anyway, I'm heading right over there. Come along. But wear your classic outfits, not the new ones you got for the first movie. Mm. Your your retro ones. He's kind of an old school guy. So they put on their old outfits. And I do love how they're both a bit more out of shape than they were in the the, the flashback parts of the first movie. Like they're crime fighting prime, you know. So like... His gut is bulging out the Mr. Incredible suit, and she, her dump truck's just a little bit bigger than it used to be, you know? Well, that's kind of what they hit on in the first movie a lot. Yeah. Because Mr. Incredible or whatever, he got he got in better shape after Tried he first to, still wasn't too. ever yeah. like... Probably, probably not. But, like, yeah, he was working... And the, we just see her looking in the mirror, like, admiring her. And it's like... Like, damn, girl, I think my fucking big. <laughs> she, she sighs and seems exasperated, but... 
simps Ooh. all over the internet are Woo! just <laughs> just going just dick dicking so anyway this tycoon this tycoon's name is winston voiced by bob odenkirk ah. better call saul or futurama mr show or a lot of stuff uh, nobody or nobody his, his best role. <laughs> fucking nobody rules so hard i love it God, when you get to see Christopher Lloyd just blowing people away with a shotgun, it's like, oh my God, Doc Brown. That's what I've always wanted him to do in those movies. But instead, he just threw Elizabeth Shue in the trash. <laughs> in the second one. Anyway, Alley Trash. That was that was a running theme on the show for a while, how she was Alley Trash. But his sister is Evelyn. Uh, Evelyn is voiced by Catherine Kinnear, who's back on the show. She was the girlfriend's mother in Get Out. The one that... Mm hypnotized with the spoon and which this character that she plays in it like i was watching this with my daughter and she was like she looked it up she's like that that girl the the sister or whatever of the odenkirk character looks exactly like the 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 female lead in uh mass uh megamind like if you look them both oh. up they look a lot of man i haven't watched megamind in so long but maybe yeah no i mean it's not the same it's not the same character but they look the, the, same. the, the, the yeah. drawings close yeah I just thought it was funny that Catherine Kinnear's character is like hypnotizing people against their will to do her bidding exactly like get out. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess she's got a typecast. Got a thing. Also, their last name is Dever. D-E-V-O-R. So her name is Evelyn Dever, which is supposed to be a play on evil endeavor. Ah. A little hint. Spoiler alert! At what's going to happen at the end of the movie? Chekhov's naming oh, yeah. scheme. That's the Chekhov's lady. naming. She's a uh, yeah. She was in the Forty Year Old Virgin. I remember her now. Yeah, oh, she was the the hot grandma in Forty Year Old yeah. Virgin. She's she's hot. You too. fuck her and have her send you a dollar on your birthday. <laughs> 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 fuck her while you watch Murder She Wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds amazing, right? <laughs> Are these supposed to be bad things? I mean. It's, <laughs> Seth Rogen ideas, so pretty good. Anyway, post coitus friggin' Werther's original. Is nothing oh like it. Oh my god, it hits different. You know, <laughs> you're too skinny. You need to eat. Wait, so I get a gummer and a meal? <laughs> Best decision of my life. Anyway, gummer. Yeah, that's. <laughs> so now Winston is talking about their father. Their father was a big fan of superheroes. Uh, he was a fairly rich man, so he like. Did a lot of financial work, helped support and finance superhero endeavors. Even had the red phone, the old Batman TV mm. show style phone installed in his office so he could directly con communicate with the supers and big advocate. And when the supers became illegal, it just it crushed him and he died shortly thereafter because he couldn't handle the disappointment. And then after he was gone, their mom died not too long after. So they were all bummed out. But then... Old Winston decided to take the reins, and he's the sales, and Evelyn is the brains. So between the two of them, they've taken their dad's company and made it essentially the the biggest thing in the world. It's like, I don't know, Amazon and Tesla all combined. Right? I mean, it's just, they, they they're, the, what they do is very vague. All you know is Evelyn kind of invents and creates, and then Winston sells it. But you don't know what any of it is. <laughs> Import, export. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's just a lot of kind of vague, <clears throat> but they're like the richest people fucking ever. So, so the the Batman 
setup. Kind of. What's, uh, yeah, but what's the, their... as opposed to them being the heroes themselves, they just want to throw their money at heroes so that heroes can do more. Cool. We've got finance. I think I think they call those full on rapists. <laughs> rapists? Philanthropists. Oh. <laughs> Jesus, wow. I should have caught that. All right, my bad. That was on me. That was on me. So he's like, here's your problem. Everybody wants to make superheroes illegal because you keep breaking shit. Like, look at this thing with Underminer, and you see they did stop his giant drill before it took out City Hall, but the point of the drill was, like, tore down the clock on the front of it and broke through the door, like, tore the front of City Hall open a bit, and it's like, this is what the public sees. Okay, they don't see any of the rest of it or your intentions. They don't get to see the underminer starting shit and you just trying to step in and, and help. They see this. So we need new perception. You know, we got to go through all this and change the public perception to make you all legal again. Hire a P- PR company. That's essentially what they're going to do. And what we're going to do, we're going to just send out one. We can't have a whole gaggle of you fuckers out there in the city. <laughs> we're just going to start with one. And we're going to start with Elastigirl. There can be only one. There can be only Here's your swords. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever wins, get back here. And Christopher Lambert is like, whose nipples do I get to play? <laughs> Christopher Lambert is nipple play. Well, but she's Elastigirl, so that's... Oh, I, hopefully hers. But, those, those nipples stretch into I, next week. I'm French, so I'm not picky. You know, I mean, anybody's really. <laughs> I know you can stretch out, but could you stretch in? A bit? <laughs> oh, now that's why we got to call the crushinator. <laughs> He'll come in later. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, Elastigirl and and Mister Incredible's like, oh, it's because of her dump truck ass, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it is. Yes, actually, it's exactly. No, uh, they ran the numbers, and she's the most cost-effective. Uh. Because she always is able to stop or apprehend or whatever with little to very minimal structural damage. <laughs> at at damage. least less. And whereas Mr. Incredible is like Incredible Hulk or Bull in a China Shop or any other metaphor you want. He's just yeah. like, if I have to pick up this entire building to chuck it at somebody's car to stop them, I will do that. Yeah. Less the girls, a lot, a lot less destruction, a lot more erections. Yeah. A little more <laughs> delicate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not much coming down, a whole lot going up. Yeah. Is what we're right, saying. right. 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 Yeah. Uh, so Bob is pissed. You know, he's doing the whole, no, I'm fine. Kind of through gritted teeth thing. So Winston's like, get out of that shitty motel. Uh, Quentin Tarantino is to film another movie there, so you got to get out anyway. But he's like, take one of my houses. I've got so many of them. Just have one. And it's this super rich Malibu, like, on a cliff leak overlooking the ocean. It looks exactly like Tony Stark's house in all of the Marvel movies. Like, even the Pretty way much. the living room is circular and kind of a, a sunken and pit living room, which, God, I hope someday, before I die, I have sunken living room money. <laughs> you probably buy a house and find out that because people are covering over them with just the floor. Like a lot of like I know a guy out uh, in the Grange that yeah, that's the first thing he did when he bought his house was cover that sunken living room up and made it a, a, a flat floor. Fuck that, man! You want, <laughs> I want that fucking pit. Yeah, I mean that. Or way to, if anybody's ever seen, I'm sure there's got to be at least one person, maybe hopefully that has that listens to this podcast that has seen the Beatles movie Help. But they each have their own bedroom, but it's, it's just completely open. Basically, they've taken a very long room and put it into four even sections. But Ringo Starr's bed is sunken into the floor. And he's the only one I was always like, that, that's the way to go. Why would you not do that? 
You've just got a giant pit of soft pillow blankety goodness to jump into. That seems amazing. God, would be awesome. Take that elbow off the top rope. That's easy. (laughs) All right, girl. Especially if the floor slid over it. Like where you could slide. Like when you get done, you wake up, you close the floor, and now you got a whole lot of room for activities. And then when you're ready for bed, it'd be like a trundle bed, except cooler. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> was it the, mar- the the wall bed? Yeah, that's Trundle, trundle that's, Bed. Uh, I, I thought they had a name like a Margaret. Uh, Murphy. Murphy. Murphy, Murphy bed. That's bed. Not Trundle Bed. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Sometimes I open my mouth and weird stuff comes out. It's better than when weird stuff goes in. I think it depends one, on your mood. The latter leads to the former. <laughs> anyway. Latter, I hardly know. <laughs> so, yeah, they get Tony Stark's house, and it has a remote that does all sorts of shit like makes a water feature come down from the ceiling, but then it can like separate like curtains and do stuff with the water. And then parts of the floor will open up and the whole living room is built over a pool kind of. And so you can like control which part of the floor will open for uh, that. And of course, Dash is just pushing a bunch of buttons. So like this opens up, oops, the couch fell into the water and, uh, you know, so he's fucking it up as he, because yeah. <laughs> obviously with a name it like that. It like a poor design. <laughs> like, yeah, it seems well, like the furniture shouldn't should be able to fall saves. in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But if you know it well enough, you know, because you're going to want to rearrange your living room eventually. Sometimes you just like to flip it around, change it up a bit. So you want to be able to still have water, even though you moved your couch to a different spot. You've heard of a water bed, right? Yeah. <laughs> His water couch. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. An aqua lounger. <laughs> Stallone is like, this is the best. I just open the floor up and clean the table. <laughs> Elastigirl gets a new suit, not made by Edna. It was made by whoever the the Devers person is that makes super suits. And a new bike. She's got a new Elastabike. And the cool thing about the Elastabike is it's basically two separate parts, so she can, like, stretch apart, you know, like her hands on the handlebars, her feet at the back, and can stretch and whip becomes around. becomes two unicycles. Sounds, sounds like a good time. Yeah. <laughs> so she got a new Elastabike and goes out into action to do her... Her first night on the job, uh, she gets to fight crime, and he's a stay-at-home dad. And, of course, his first thing he's doing is trying to help Dash with homework. He's like, new math? Math math is math. <laughs> why, why do you need to change math? When they start putting letters in it. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, I had to do this because I knew Brandon was going to be on this episode. Uh-oh. Elastigirl's first, first mission on the job. Uh-oh. To save the monorail, 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 monorail. monorail. <laughs> Use yeah. my pen knife, my good man. <laughs> <laughs> well, goddamn, what a one of the best Simpsons episodes ever. <laughs> What's that name? I miss that one. Oh, monorail, he, monorail. monorail. He monorail. he comes and gives a speech at like the town hall. He's like, "You've I put monorails in Schindenberg, <laughs> blah 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 blah, and I put them on a map." And he holds up the shitty map, and those are the only three town names he's like written on it. <laughs> And he just tries to sell Springfield on buying a monorail. (laughs) Yeah, anyway. Monorail, monorail. So, uh, you know, they cut the ribbon and have the whole monorail thing going. But as soon as it starts, it goes in the wrong direction. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. So so she races into action and she's stunt driving. She's able to use her elastic powers to whip her bike like up the side of buildings and do all sorts of superhero motorcycle riding around while she's chasing this reverse monorail and she'll like go through buildings. She lethal weapons force for a bit to go through the window on this side of the building, race through it, break out the other side and end up on the freeway right where she needs to be. It's like the fast and furious. 
treatment yeah. as well. What was that like? That would have been that. Wow, well, that would have been four or five. Because I think by seven they were ramping into space or something. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think seven I or eight was like space. the last one. And then, yeah, one time when my cousin and I were driving back from California, he had like a, in his dash he had a movie player, and he would just watch <laughs> movies while he's driving. It's horrifying. But yeah, I saw. I think I saw three of the Fast and Furiouses on that. <laughs> I saw. I mean, I saw the first one. Gives a new meaning to the. He did the 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 stare and drive thing, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I saw whatever seven or eight that had Tony Jaw in it. Tony Jaw was the villain that Paul Walker beat up. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, I know what number it was. I I've, I've seen all of Tony them, Jaw. but that doesn't sound familiar. He was but a, they all blur together bl- after blonde-haired six. Asian guy. I don't know. I, I just know. I miss Johnny Tran. I think I like Johnny Tran. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I vaguely know him, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, notice we didn't have it. We didn't have a fan of the of trans community myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, she threw buildings, all that. She races up cranes like she's in Casino Royale, mm-hmm. going up the cranes. Yeah, uh, lands on top of the train, it, and her bike immediately flies off and and blows up. First mission immediately destroys yeah. the bike. Can't get can't have nothing nice. No. Uh, now she's like, oh, I see why my husband has such a hard time with this, why he's always destroyed. It is it is difficult to do this and not destroy shit. I understand now. Um, but she gets on top of the train, and she looks down, and she's like, hey, conductor, you're going the wrong fucking way. And she, he's just, like, staring blankly and kind of drooling outside of his mouth and just like, hypno-toad strikes again. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that hypno-toad. Bit, bit, bit of that. Wildcats killed that hypno-toad. Wildcats killed it. Oh, because the honey no, toads. That's what yeah. that the, the the TCU started using the hypno toad as the is their their go to. So whenever they were behind, then they'd come back and they said it was because of the hypno toad from Futurama. So <laughs> huh. but then, sorry. Well, good good. We for went them, from I Futurama guess. to if, football. If it works, it works. I guess. So she turns herself into a giant parachute because she can do that and and stops the train. I think she disconnects the engine portion of it. And then parachutes all the passenger carts to stop them before they fall off. And how there's a track that's not finished, like you're cutting the ribbon to open it. And I know it's going backwards. I understand that. But even if it went forward, it would eventually come around to the city to this portion that isn't finished. Yeah. Well, you know, it'll go to this point and then they'll bring them back. And then eventually the rest of it will be done. But this gets you from the this gets you from downtown to the supermarket. <laughs> I need to take the train to the supermarket. Um, I've got so to return some videotapes. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> I'm doing the American Psycho dance, but uh, so she gets inside the train, gets over the conductor, and like turns the screen off and fucking shakes him awake. And she's like, "What? What? What happened? What?" What's going on? He has no idea of anything that happened. The screen went from this weird hypno light flashy thing to it just says, Welcome back, Elastigirl, the screen slaver. Screen slaver. Oh, what a good name. Man. Yeah, no, it's a pretty good name. That's a good villain yeah. name. So back at home, Bob falls asleep in front of the TV. Um, cause being a single dad with, of three kids is, is pretty tough. Jack, Jack is their baby and they don't know. We found out at the very, very, very end of the first movie that he can turn himself into a weird demon thing. Yeah. He, he showed a couple powers in the last movie, but the parents never saw it. But they never saw it. Yeah. So they don't know that he has any powers yet. So while Bob is asleep, Jack, Jack is watching a show about like robbers and they have their black masks on. And then he looks out the sliding glass door and sees a raccoon. And he's like, oh, 
back at the TV, the masked raccoon. Oh, oh, this is a bad guy. And he like starts mean mugging it. And uh, so he just goes up to the glass door and just like kind of phases through it. Just walks through like it's not even there because matter doesn't matter. I feel like we can all do this. You right? just walk through glass <laughs> I mean, doors. I mean, the air that we walk through is made up of the same density of atoms as the walls that we don't walk through. So if I can get my frequencies right, I think I can walk through walls. I mean, we'll get to that on men who <laughs> right. on the men who stare at goats episode, right? Yeah, if you've seen that. Uh, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. It was oh, it starts Do- with the uh, guy who's trying to run and jump through a wall. Like Doctor Manhattan, <laughs> I think it's. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Manhattan. Yeah. Do, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you got the Watchmen. Well, Manhattan not. can do anything, really. Yeah, can he? yeah, 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 yeah. So. And so this was Jack Jack versus the raccoon. Now this fight, I think, was the high point of Incredibles two. I think it was one of my favorite parts when I first saw it. It's uh, five five minutes long, fairly long for a cartoon fight. And here's where we see the whole slew of Jack Jack powers. Uh, he can burst into flames. He has laser eyes. He can turn into some weird silly putty thing. He can multiply and make multiple Jack Jacks. Uh, God, what else does he pull out? I think he could turn into metal or like a lead weight, basically, or he do all sorts of shit. And <laughs> it's going to be problematic when he turns into a teenager. And the ra- <laughs> right? This poor raccoon is like, what the fuck is happening? And, and at one point, it's just trying to get away. And Jack Jack's like, no, bitch. Um, Welcome to the jungle. Yeah. This is the, this is the fucking Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Master Blaster. Oh, Rocket Raccoon's about to get him some. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Bob Bob does wake up during the end of it, and all, he's like, oh, my God, my baby's being attacked by a raccoon. This is terrible, <laughs> and tries to step in. But then Jack-Jack sneezes, and, and when he sneezes, he, like, burps fire, turns into a demon, and shoots laser beams all at the same time. <laughs> and Bob barely manages to dodge him. He's like, oh, holy fuck. You've got powers, yay! <laughs> all all little toddlers though have the power to disappear in the blink of an eye. You turn your head for a second and they're oh. gone. Like, oh, I know. <laughs> uh, once they start crawling, like when you got little kids, you're like, man, I can't wait till this kid can crawl or walk. That way, you know. And then all of a sudden they start moving and they don't ever stop and no, they're gone in a heartbeat. Uh, I found out that Rosemary could crawl because I set her down and then went to the kitchen sink to wash dishes and then I looked back and she was gone. Was That's like, all oh. it took. Yeah. Oh, she can do she can do that now. Yeah, Got and it. she wasn't just gone. Like she's in the street now. Like, that's, <laughs> that's the way kids do it. She's opened the door. She's, yeah, she's out there with her thumb up, fucking trying to flag her eyes. <laughs> how did you light that cigarette? <laughs> how did you, How did you learn to take shots like that? <laughs> and then you're like, oh well, that's that's my girl. That, that's, that's probably me. That's probably yeah. my fault. Actually, now that we're now that we're talking about it, that, that would be my fault. Um. All right, so uh, we find out Violet gets stood up. She still thinks the date with writing her is on, but she doesn't know that his memory got erased. She even tries to talk to him at school, and he has no idea who she is. Um, Obviously, he doesn't show up Friday to take her to the movies, so she's all pissed off, and uh, boys are stupid and superheroes suck or whatever, something, something. Um, Bob finally decides to step it up and figure out dad shit oh we have the fight playing listener sorry one second <laughs> uh, bob just picked up little jack jack who's about to sneeze this fucking cracks me up <laughs> i 
fire. I had the exact same thing happen to me when my kids. Fire, lightning, and laser eyes all at the same time. It's like, oh, shit. My kid did the exact same thing, except instead of fire, it was shit. And instead of uh, uh, lasers, it was was barf. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, that's how we find out Rosemary can't have eggs. Ah. Just And then she smiles the whole time while exorcist projectiling all over. Nah, you'll have that. Well, I'm, of course she's smiling. She feels a million times better. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Bob's like laying in bed one night, and he's like, no, damn it, I'm going to step up to the challenge. So he goes down, and he reads through the whole textbook and gets new math figured out. Uh, still pretty pissy that TV's all talking about Elastigirl. Elastigirl's getting all this credit. And she's kicking all the ass. Um, but she gets to go on TV, and she's supposed to be on some talk show, Chad, Chad at night or Chad something. And uh, yeah, yeah, they're sitting down in their chairs, and right as he's about to start the interview, all of a sudden his face goes blank, and the teleprompter screen that he was looking at is the flashing lights because the screen slavers got him. <gasps> And so he starts speaking, you know, for the screen slaver, you know, I'm going to hijack that there's this ambassador from, I don't remember what country that uh, was a big fan of Elastigirl and they like fist bump each other and ah, ha ha ha. But now screen slaver is like, I'm going to, I'm going to hijack her helicopter while it's airborne. Cause I can do that, you know, and I can crash it. So Elastigirl immediately leaps into action and, Gets out there and gets into one helicopter and starts dogfighting. And we get this big helicopter chase slash fight sequence where she gets into the cockpit of the ambassador's helicopter and smashes the screens to wake the pilots up and, and saves everybody. So now they've got a foreign ambassador on their side. And now Elastigirl's like fucking mega rock star to the whole world. Um Winston is so excited. Look how good our numbers are. Our approval ratings are really good. We've got pro superhero legislation. Uh, in effect, it's a worldwide movement. I don't know if this is going to be like Geneva Convention level something. Um, and so he's excited because now it can be a world rule that superheroes are, are good and allowed. And all she can think of is how she hasn't caught screen slavery yet and danger is still out there because she's hero first celebrity second and that's very important for some certain people to remember (laughs) as I judgmentally drink my whiskey (laughs) just looking at a whole lot of you motherfuckers with notoriety I'm not not anyone in particular just a lot of you maybe need to put your celebrity second I'm just saying <laughs> I think this is appointed at somebody. Probably me and my celebrity, I guess. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm kind of a big thing. <laughs> I'm huge in Japan. <laughs> Excellent Tom Waits song. Excellent Tom Waits song. And I didn't get that at first, and then somebody had to break it down for me. And I was like, oh my God, Tom Waits is a goddamn genius. <laughs> it's really hard to tell, though, when they're all pixelated. <laughs> <laughs> but you know you have an idea like okay that's about eight pixels <laughs> all right so now we got a little a little dever party with a new generation of supers 
right? And there's okay, one a whole group. Well, I guess it's not. One's an old generation. Yeah, one, one is a very old generation <laughs> uh, who just like decided to finally make a go at it. I guess. <laughs> After years of this problem that he's had, he's like, maybe it's not a problem. Maybe it's a blessing. Yeah, and I can't remember what his name was, but his reflux. Reflux. Oh yeah, reflux. (laughs) Superpower or condition? You decide. (laughs) No, that's just my line. I say to put people at ease. It's like what? (laughs) No, that's terrible. Um, but uh, this younger girl with like green dyed hair that's half emo over her face and the other half is completely shaved uh very gen x very gen x and it's like the modern business in the front party in the back yeah but it's side to side sideways yeah Yeah. uh but her name is void because she can make it's like that video game portal Mm -hmm. where you can create portals that's basically what her power is oh okay she can that's a fun game it's a fun I, game if you never played it. I, I tried it for a couple minutes with, with Los and he, Oh yeah, he does have he has it, but he got really annoyed really fast at how bad I was and how <laughs> I just could not get the hang of it at all. And he's like, Yeah, we'll do we'll do something else now. <laughs> Let's just do anything else. Um That's what my son told me one day. He's like, Hey, you play Call of Duty? I was like, Well, yeah, a long time ago. And he's like, Well, I'm playing uh Fortnite and I gotta go do something. So could you I'm in the middle of the match. Could you do this for me? I'm like, Yeah, sure, I could probably run and hide. He's like, Yep, just run and hide. I got as soon as I touched the controller, I got killed. <laughs> that would be me. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Where's the side scrolling, and what do I jump over? That's <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. what I. Uh, but anyway, so Void is like the biggest fan, and she's she's in love because Elastigirl's like you know her her idol. Like I was so excited that there's a woman superhero. And and that made me feel okay about my super my superpowers and all that. And this is this is great. Um, so she uh, during all this, uh, uh, Elastigirl finally gets an idea, and she's like, "Okay, Evelyn, I have an idea. You're the the creative genius. Could you create something? They have to use a signal, obviously, to hack into these screens. So if we could trace it, some because remember this is supposed to take place in like the early '60s." Is it? Yeah. It's no, because they got phones. Don't they? No. God, I mean, they have some comm mind. devices, but, like, they do a bunch of stuff. Like, the Johnny Quest cartoon is on at one point, or they're doing stuff because it's supposed to take place in the early 60s. Hmm. So maybe hacking television signals or something wasn't a, wasn't a big thing, but... or. It's something that Evelyn was supposed to create. So next time Screenslaver hacks into a broadcast i need you to trace it oh yeah you're right uh it takes place in 1962 bam but i don't know when hacking seems like a lot of remote control stuff for 1962 oh it's because they're superheroes so they have futuristic shit right 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 considering that i was the remote control in 1984 right exactly so uh she's like so all we need to do is get on tv again so that when screen slaver interrupts we can trace it so I'm going to go on Chad tonight, tonight, and, <laughs> and we'll get this figured out. So she, but she doesn't go on the, in the studio. She calls. She does a phone interview. Maybe that's what they, she did it on phone so they could trace it through phone lines. First time, long time. Yeah. But so as he's talking to her on the phone, of course, he goes blank again because Green Slaver interrupts the teleprompter is like, Oh, yeah, more evil shit. Here's some more of my fucking... Uh, God, what is it that 
killers always have their their cunning. No, their the, <laughs> the book, the manifesto. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about the manifesto more. And so of course she has the thing out and is able to track it and Elastigirl's girls her way through the city. Uh gets to this really shitty apartment building and and gets in, gets into the apartment, and there's just hypnosis stuff like little uh, models of eyes and books on hypnosis and like spinny things and a hypnosis little for pocket dummies. watch swinging and yeah. <laughs> hypnosis for idiots and books like that all over. Um <laughs> But it seems empty, really, other than that, until suddenly, screen slaver attacks. She mm. like, goes into this room, and the door shuts, and all of the walls immediately start doing the flashing hypnosis thing. So she closes her eyes. So now she has to fist fight the screen slaver with her eyes closed, using her elastic sonar. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can just stretch your eardrums. Can you? Is, is that what she was doing? <laughs> <laughs> We didn't get like the zoom in to see it happen. God, probably good. Good. <laughs> it's probably good that I'm not don't have the last of powers because I'd be like I can't see. I'm just gonna start helicoptering the whole room. <laughs> <laughs> right? Everybody's <laughs> like, "Oh God, get out of here!" Jesus! <laughs> God, why is it Smells. wet? Why is it wet? <laughs> <laughs> well, I elasticize my sweat glands. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's prehensile on her, I'm assuming. Yeah. Like, I mean, she controls it when she's stretching it, so I'm assuming if I had those same powers, I would have I mean, a prehensile yeah. possum penis. Every 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 time could be the first time if you were her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feels like the first time. <laughs> As we learn in Reservoir Dogs, like a virgin is about the girl, dick, 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 but then she meets some John Holmes motherfucker, and it feels like the first time. Something she never felt before. Pain. So did it take place in Japan? You have to talk to Tarantino about that, but knowing him, yes. So anyway, she fist fights, and it's, I mean, it's a cool little fight. She does a great job. Just, I'm just stretching my arm all around, just punching and kicking all willy-nilly. And uh, he's got this taser thing, and he keeps getting her with it. And that, I mean, I obviously would suck. But I guess if you're made out of elastic, it wouldn't hurt as bad. I would I kind of like deadens that part of her where it's just like flaccid after it gets after she gets <laughs> yeah. her with that gets her with it. Yeah. Well, you know, every every time I get mine, I, I get a little flaccid too. <laughs> it's, called ref- it's called a refractionary period. Called a refractionary period. Sometimes it's not that bad, but sometimes it's 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 a long time. It's a long time. <laughs> It just depends on on how good you were. Frankly, this is on you. <laughs> that was your fault. Everything then, just happened there. And then, yeah. how many Werther's originals she's dispensing? Yeah. 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 Oh, Why don't grandma, you dig knows in that. there a little grandma more. Yeah. <laughs> you dig in there a little more and find you another. It always, piece. It always takes a good twenty minutes after a good gummer. <laughs> You're working pretty hard there, sweetie. You need a sandwich? Hey, we'll take a little break. <laughs> yes, actually, I would love one. Yeah. <laughs> was it ice cream? Sure, why not? Okay, let's do that. I mean, it is grandma after yeah. all. Like, they're going to feed you. Yeah, absolutely. That's right, granny shaggers. So, um, yeah, fight fight's pretty cool. Um, she's kicking the shit out of him. And the, to the point where the screen slaver, like, gives up and runs away. Or she was like, starts breaking out the little lights on the walls so they're not flashing hypnotic anymore. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck, game is up. And so he runs out, and as he runs out, he hits a button, and it starts a countdown. 
So motherfuckers installed a time bomb in his own apartment. It's like uh, Mel Gibson and Conspiracy Theory. I I I know I've seen that movie, but it's been a long time, so I'm not going to pretend like I know what you're talking oh. about. Uh, I just I remember he was obsessed with Julia Roberts, and he had his whole apartment wired so that he could push a button and the whole thing went up because he thought people were after him. Anyway, so that's what screen slavery did. <laughs> Nothing go wrong there. <laughs> so uh chases him out through the building and he like leaps off and she leaps after him with her little parachute ability and then uh the top floor of the building explodes as she's like holding on to him and rips the mask off and as soon as she rips the mask off is this guy going what what, what yeah. happened and she's like yeah nice fucking try bitch <laughs> you just blew up a fucking building and destroyed all my evidence you sack of shit that's what happened and then they land and the cops are there and they arrest the guy and the whole time they're putting him in the car. He's like, what? Why are you doing this to me? What is happening? Man, the collateral even- damage in this movie. Like, there's got to be so much between the underminer literally knocking buildings down into the ground and like exploding the top floor of this building and stuff. There's literally hundreds of innocents dying. Like, oh, they yeah. would have to throughout the entire Oh, my thing. God. Yeah, when the underminer, like, we're not even 10 minutes into the movie and like five major downtown city buildings fall through the ground. Yeah. We're that's still crying. Least, that's gotta be at least a hundred deaths. We're still crying about two in New York <laughs> and they just kind of brush over. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's nobody's ever heard of whatever town this is, but you know, it's just, it's a notoriety thing. Oh, it's in Ohio. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh yeah. Probably for Missouri. The best. Fuck Missouri. Fuck Missouri. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, they, they arrest this kid and doesn't even know what the fuck's happening. And Elastigirl's just like, oh. she thinks she got the screen slaver and everything's over. And she's such a badass superhero and everything's awesome. Uh, back at the house now, Bob is losing it. And you can tell he's losing it because he has stubble. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way you know. Oh, okay. God, dude. And, and, the, and the thing is. It's or like- he's on the sauce. We give stay-at-home moms a hard time, or people I think less them, but no, dude. I would rather be out there getting my ass kicked than be home with three kids, especially three super-powered kids. Teenager. Yeah, no. No, No, I'd be like, nope, I'd rather go out there and and be friggin'. I'd rather get killed out there than be here with with my own damn kids. Uh, So at one point, they're asking him all these questions and what the fuck is it what, what he finally like snaps and goes off on a rant and he's like i'm trying to do this and trying to learn math and i'm trying to help you find a fucking boyfriend i'm trying to contain a kid that could do literally everything and i don't understand math and i don't know what's happening and but he, uh, during this rant at one point he goes i literally eat lightning and crap thunder <laughs> and i'm like oh rocky <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's all I got out of his whole rant yeah, was, yeah. hey, Rocky reference. Huh. No, yeah. Yeah. That was there. That was it. I was trying to think of something else he said during that time that was pretty funny, but I, I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Uh, so during all this, Jack Jack's flipping out, and Violet's like, you should call Lucius, and he keeps ranting. She goes, I'm I'm going to call Lucius. <laughs> so Frozone comes over. He's like, dude, you need you need some serious fucking help. No, I've got it. No, I think you need some help. And then Jack-Jack disappears. Oh, he's gone interdimensional again. Okay. <laughs> num-num cookie. Jack-Jack cookie. Num-num, you want a cookie? And he has to wave a cookie around until Jack-Jack decides to come back from the other dimension. Then he has to bribe him with cookies. And the second he stops giving him cookies, he turns into this super demon hellspawn baby. <laughs> 
and that's just how he has to deal with his child right now. And, and that's what happens when you take my, when I'm numb numbing your cookie and you take it away. <laughs> I go, I go El Spawn Demon every time. That is true. <laughs> so then he's like, maybe I do need help. And he immediately goes to Edna. And she's like, why would, you know, I'm not, I'm not a baby person. I don't, uh, I, she's even like, the, the cartoon like skitter away from the baby every time the baby looks like where you like backpedal on a chair and, um, until she's Jack Jack starts showing off powers then she's like say hey. yeah that's fine leave him here you get the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah. we'll be fine darling yeah and Edna's still voiced by director Bradbird um, who does a fantastic job <laughs> yeah yeah so she keeps Jack Jack basically to study him he's he's now her science experiment so. Winston's throwing another party, and he announces that the Worldwide Summit is officially discussing making supers legal again. And so he's showing film of that fight with the screen slaver that Elastigirl just went through. And as he's showing it, the crowd's all like, yay, you kicked the shit out of that bad guy. Cool. She sees something that makes her go, hmm. And her little fucking detective thingy goes off. So she goes off to their, like, tape room, their video room. And she's watching over it, and uh, she notices that one of the monitors... So the, the thing is, she has a, a suit camera, you know, like the, the cop body cam. And so the, what, <laughs> what we're seeing is the screen slaver, like, lunging. It's weird that she didn't turn it off before she started beating people up. Yeah, well... <laughs> it's because she's not a cop. <laughs> yeah, there it is. As far as we know, screen slaver is not a minority, so we can just leave that... Uh, no, but it's the screen slaver lunging at her, but she pauses it, and you can see behind the screen slaver is a monitor. Lizard. <laughs> no, 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 like a screen monitor. Okay, yeah, no, yep, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> a monitor that is showing him lunging, mm -hmm. so it is exactly displaying what her suit. So somehow the, the slaver has her suit camera Hacked into feed. her suit. He's hacked into her game. And she's like, how's There's that? a lot of footage of me in the bathroom here. Yeah. Are you... Are you Chuck Berry? Did you, <laughs> did you put a camera in my suit that only looks at my feet? <laughs> are you... Quentin Darren? No. Uh, you get home from work. Why is there a... Why is there a camera under the glass table? <laughs> Was Stallone here again? God damn it, Stallone! She's got to, she's got to cover all the bases. <laughs> so. I don't want to see her poop, but I might watch just to see that ass. <laughs> no, but the, the thumb trick. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I survived two girls, one cup. Uh, I, can I never watched that. I could survive one girl, one ass. <laughs> so, um. Anyway, she's like the the feed on my suit camera is supposed to be closed circuit. How how could they hack in? And Evelyn's who's there is like I I certainly don't know. It's made in China. It's backdoor <laughs> and everything. And so then she's thinking, so whatever he was he was able to see. But what if? But the kid, it was just a delivery guy. That couldn't have been the screen slaver. Well, you know, could have been. No, the screen slaver is really intelligent. If he could hack into a closed circuit thing, then he has to be way more intelligent. Why would he be delivering pizza? So she has this whole like, 
It's the 60s. This technology. Yeah. <laughs> the cameras are as big yeah. as a freaking bread box. Like, it's uh, the smallest ones. And finally, she reaches up inside the mask, the screen slaver mask that they have, and pulls out these glasses that were stuck inside the mask. She's like, oh, there are screens inside these glasses. And right then, Evelyn shoves them against Elastigirl's face, hypnotizing her. And this is where we all go, oh, gasp, I never saw that coming. <laughs> Definitely never thought that evil endeavor or evil endeavor would be an evil endeavor. <laughs> so anyway, I put these hypnosis glasses on uh, Mrs. Elastic and then I had her twerk until she died. <laughs> why why would you want her to, to die do that <laughs> i mean i guess i wouldn't i wouldn't i guess <laughs> I, I don't think i'd last long enough to be perfectly honest <laughs> it's just, it's just like, like, okay i'm done you can stop yeah um so anyway they they put her in the suit like how magneto has to be in a pure plastic prison so he can't get out elastigirl has to be in a Prison that's sub-zero temperatures. So if she tries to stretch, she'll break. Oh. And uh, so now we get the whole villain monologue from Evelyn about, yeah, when superheroes went away, my dad went away, and my brother took that as an altruistic thing, and I just fucking think that we've become dependent on superheroes, and it, it's just made us all weak. Now we can't do anything for ourselves, and now it's pitiful, and we're miserable, and everything sucks. It's very much the, uh, the uh, immune system argument. Well, and their her, their dad died because he didn't go to the safe room. He tried to call superheroes who could no longer come because they were illegal. Right. So that's and so but she blames blames superheroes. You know, her brother blames the government. She blames the superheroes. Always blame the government. Yeah. No. I mean, when you get a chance. <laughs> Which also is when the thing. Up. Like, like the United States government's like no more superheroes here. Like, if I was the Incredibles, I'd be like, I don't know, how's Amsterdam feel about superheroes? Or, right. or how does like I don't know? I'll be, go be a South American superhero. I can go somewhere. Else. I, I hear Brasilia fucking rules. Let's check it out. <laughs> Let's check out Brasilia. Hey, I don't know why I said Brasilia. <laughs> Thanks for pointing it out instead of letting it just go by. <laughs> I love how they wax hair. Let's check that place out. <laughs> right. <laughs> well. To be fair, honey, your butt will fit right in. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woo! So anyway, uh, she uh, had, you know, hypnoglasses on Elastigirl. You're going to help me get rid of superheroes. We're going to take them all out. Um, so then she calls Bob, who obviously doesn't yet know that she's bad because he's been at home with kids. It's like, oh, my God, Elastigirl's in trouble on this ship. Uh we need you to get here right now. And he's like, oh, my God, finally I'm called into action. Yeah, I get a super. So he calls old Uncle Lucius over to watch over the kids so he can go do super stuff. And uh, he he just leaves right away. While they're waiting for Lucius, the next generation of superheroes, you know, all the new ones we just met at that party a bit ago show up. But they all have the glasses on. And... Uh, they're acting kind of weird, but then, you know, Frozone shows up in the middle of it, and he's like, yeah, I'm just going to watch the kids, and you all can leave and try to shut yeah, the door. he tells me, he's like, no, they sent me to come watch the kids. You guys are fine. You get, yeah, you, you go, go on back or home yeah. or whatever. Yeah, but no. They stop him from open, or from closing the door, and it's like, okay, now it's on. So we get a big fight in the Tony Stark house, and uh, they're, they're, I mean, they're doing all right, but eventually they, they get glasses on Lucius, so... Now frozen against the kids. Like I'm on the wall. Like I'm on the fence about how powerful Lucius is because 
Iceman and of the X-Men is considered an Omega level superhero. And he basically has Iceman type powers. They have more yeah. limitations, but so like it, they seem kind of silly, but also like that could be an ultimately powerful, really super powerful. Well, weapon. Yeah, you could turn any moisture into fucking ice. Human bodies are what seventy percent water. Yeah, I gotta find that. So power. just just fucking freeze all the water in somebody's body. Creates so much moisture. Well, you'd get rid of <laughs> so much moisture. <laughs> I don't think ice. you can create moisture. You just freeze it. Oh, well, I create it. With the ladies, right? No, I get what you're trying to say, <laughs> but that's Very not a, moist. That's not Frozone's power. Yeah, no. That's Barry White's power. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if they teamed up. <laughs> <laughs> Barry White, I need more moisture to make this fucking ice cliff. All right, baby. <laughs> Love's in you. <laughs> you're my first, my last. <laughs> Okay, ice stop, lasers. stop, stop, ice stop. Too much, too much. It's a glacier. <laughs> ice lasers firing and, out of people's panties. <laughs> and that was the last uh, Ice Age that we had. <laughs> this is when they teamed up. And then this little squirrel comes along. Look at yeah. <laughs> Just a squirrel trying to get a nut. <laughs> Ain't that right, Isaac? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn right. All right. Ooh. And then Ray Romano comes out of nowhere. Like he always does. <laughs> just always like, oh, Ray Romano's in this? Fuck. <laughs> it's fucking Ray Romano. Oh, don't people like me still? No. Nobody ever liked you. Your show was a lie. Anyway, so. <laughs> Someone's salty. <laughs> they get glasses on Frozone. So now the kids are trying to fight all them off. But so they hide in the Incredimobile. Which they kind of summoned to the house, which, yeah, yeah there's a little bit earlier about yeah. how they, the controller was there, but the car was with the millionaire or whatever. But, yeah, long story short, the car wait, shows Wait, wait, so could you say there's a uh... continuity error? No, I just skipped over it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was our bad, not the I've, movie. I've been bad. waiting to, to use oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, they did show, like, he's watching basically... Uh, like a, the Meekums Road Meekums Show or some uh, fucking shit. <laughs> they had like the Meekums uh, auto auction. Oh, the auto auction? Yeah, okay. and like this millionaire bot. He's like, I thought that was destroyed. And then he's just seen So Mr. Incredible's car. like, oh my God, my car still exists. And he pulls this remote out and he pushes the button and it comes to life. Because the millionaire is like, I haven't been able to figure out how to oh. do anything. So, But Mr. Incredible has the remote. And of course, Dash is like, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's where Tesla got the idea. Yeah, it must be. <laughs> uh, but yeah. then he's like, Yeah, no. it just came to life and ran over a bunch of people. <laughs> well, those are two separate functions. <laughs> yeah. The summon and auto drive. Weird, weird that it slips out of auto drive the split second before impact. So it's technically not their fault. <laughs> yeah. It absolves them of responsibility. Yeah. God, liability is a bitch. So, but no. They did. They showed it at the auction, and he's like, "No, it's the millionaire's car. I'm a stay-at-home dad." But, <laughs> but Dash apparently held on to their moat, so he summoned the car and uses that to help them get away from an entire team of hypnotized superheroes. So now, you know, we had heard that Elastigirl was in trouble on the ship, so he makes it to the ship and uh, gets in there. He's like, "Oh my God, honey, yeah, I found you!" And she immediately puts glasses on him. So now he's hypnotized also. Well, they kind of fight, and then she's like, oh, it is you. Like, like then it's like, oh, yeah. and they start kissing, and then it's like, plop, glasses, glasses. on his face. Which I would have gone, I'd have fell right in the <laughs> <laughs> She'd have been like, eat this ass, and there'd have been a pair of glasses. Yeah, right. <laughs> Here I come. <laughs> oh. 
And then you she got like, me. Evelyn, could you give us like 10 minutes? <laughs> hey, tell him to keep doing that. Yeah. <laughs> now they hypnotize, could you faster? <laughs> a little lower. Lower. Little lower. lower. Oh. <laughs> so now the, the kids are the only ones with superpowers that are not hypnotized now. It's only up. It's all up to the kids. Uh, they do get aboard the same ship. Uh, Violet has a cool fight against Void because Violet can turn invisible, but she can also make these force fields. Right. Yeah. The these much purple, like like, like, like Susan Storm, the invisible villain. Yeah. Yeah. And so something. Void has figured out how to create her little portals inside the force fields and still punch her, and you know. So it's it's cool watching them like utilize their interesting powers in a fight together. It was, right. it was it's it was fun. In an entirely non sexy way because one's a minor, you sick fuck. <laughs> You're the one who put the S word on it. <laughs> um Jack Jack gets away because he can, you know, go into other dimensions and just straight walk through walls. So good luck ever He's just toddling around the whole <laughs> He's just like I'm a baby no doing stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so of course they have to go look for Jack Jack and while they're doing that, Winston's giving a speech uh, having people sign the International Superhero Accord and standing at the front is Bob Elastigirl, Frozone, all with their hypnoglasses on. And they're on a hydrofoil. It's not necessarily a boat. It's a hydrofoil. Oh. Which, if you don't know the difference between a boat and a hydrofoil, neither do I. <laughs> yeah. You are with everybody else because <laughs> nobody has any idea. Um, so now, of course, uh, superheroes are there and Evelyn starts her broadcast about makes the superheroes say they're weak. Like you're all fucking weak. You'd be nothing without us. When you made us go away, you made us bitter. And now we're coming to get you and you're all going to fucking kiss our boots and you all fucking serve us now. So it's the ex-boyfriend complex. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Why did you make us do this to you? Um, That sort of thing. Um, And everybody's like, wait a minute. I thought we liked superheroes and now they're, now they're being abusive assholes and I don't understand. Um, like Jack, Jack makes it into this room and gets into Elastigirl's arms and then like uses yet another power. He has telekinesis apparently and uses mind powers to rip the glasses off of her. Yeah, he's like happy to see her or whatever. And he's like, I don't like these glasses or whatever. Yeah, they're just, annoyed. Like, like he glasses. wasn't yeah. aware of what was going yeah. on. He's just like, no, I don't like that. And gets them off her face and she's like, Oh, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And then, like, has to fist fight everybody and remove their glasses one by one. Where does so fucking that... baby come from? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, this is my baby. What? How long have I been out? You've had glasses on for two minutes. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, she, like, gets bobs off and frozones and, and all that. And so now we've got the team against the new generation of superheroes that are still hypnotized. So they don't want to destroy them. They just want to... Get the they live glasses off of them. <laughs> yeah, kind of the opposite of the they Yeah, the glasses. opposite yeah. they live. They they die glasses, I guess. I don't know. Uh, okay. God, I don't know. We really need Rowdy Roddy Piper here to explain it all, all the science. To yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know your podcast is in trouble if you need Rowdy Roddy Piper to explain the science. <laughs> He's one of the few celebrities we might be able to <laughs> Just give him a sandwich. Yeah. That's fair. You got yourself a slew, baby. Fuck on getting Keith David. (laughs) Here we are today with Rowdy Roddy Piper and Hacksaw Jim Duggins. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I wish. (laughs) That would be amazing. 
I fucking wish. I All feel right, like so. Hacksaw might be easier than, than Rowdy <laughs> Roddy. <laughs> Is he still alive? I think I drove by him. <laughs> Today. I think he was at the <laughs> exit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, so, where am I at in these things? All right. So, yeah, you know, we just are fighting through, and we can't kill these next generation guys, so we we're just trying to get the glasses off of them one by one and and, and de-hypnotize them. Uh, Evelyn grabs Winston, takes him kind of hostage, and gets in a jet. So this hydrofoil boat has a jet on it. So take that, those yachts that have a boat. Like, oh, you think you're cool that your boat has a boat? My boat's got a jet, bitch. Suck on that, Musk. So she gets Winston on the jet, and they start to take you know, start to lift off, and he's like, no, apparently you're evil now, and and leaps out at the last second. So he's still on the ship. So I had to look up Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He is still alive. Okay, good. <laughs> so, yeah, God bless, you know what I mean? <laughs> the man's still working. Yeah. So you did see him. <laughs> <laughs> apparently he's signed back with WWE is no! what I'm seeing right now. Yeah, I don't think uh, he's wrestling. Don't he's... pull a Ric Flair and keep doing it when you're like 80-something. <laughs> if anybody could, it's Hacksaw Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Or not, because his body is destroyed. <laughs> or even, I mean, pump him through with some some human growth hormone. There you go, throw some HGH in there. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, no, he's fine. <laughs> he's he's, he's going to be all right. I don't, think, I don't think he was ever fine any part of his career. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so uh, he jumps off, but the jet's still taking off. So Elastigirl has void user portals to get her on the jet. No, oh, yeah. and it was a trial and error. Situation. <laughs> it was a trial and error situation. It took five or six tries, and it was pretty funny. Like she lands on it, but doesn't get a grip, so she's falling and you know portal below her to get her back up above it, and then she get and bounces and ricochets off or whatever. Like it was, it was, it was pretty funny. Kind of makes you wonder how 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 far those portals can go because right. you got to assume that jet's getting getting out there a ways, and she's still on the ship. It. So she's like, yeah. uh, maybe there. I, I don't know. I have a bad gauge of angles at this point. So it's going to make this really fucking hard. <laughs> Could you imagine like how disappointed the, the average lesbian would be that Elastigirl girl is, is married to a, to a male. <laughs> Cause that, what kind of, how much better of a lesbian could you be than one that could stretch out every part of her body? Like just for pleasure. All I think that'd be beneficial right? for either. Regardless. Involved. Yeah, yeah, yes, everybody. Yes. yes. I mean, yeah. yeah males, females, everybody. Yeah. yeah just, no. she, she definitely went down the road. She could have made a lot more money in a different type of film. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look forward to that one. No one, nothing saying she isn't doing that too. No, oh, yeah, no, I guess only fans. Game. You know, only fans. <laughs> the, the, the them Incredibles are pretty open-minded. So, oh god. So, well, like the 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 boys that was second second or third season of the boys where the superheroes got. I don't know if you guys have watched it or not. Oh yeah, yeah. She's got her only fans channel. <laughs> Seth, <laughs> Seth Rogen's jerking off on. <laughs> uh, it doesn't go well for that one guy though. Uh Oh, she's riding his face. Oh no, that was the first season. That was not an OnlyFans thing. That was just having sex at a party, and she exploded his head. I don't know, you'll have that. If you got a super strong female superhero, don't let her sit on your it's, face. If you watch that show, you, you would definitely like. If you make her come, your head is a watermelon. That's and, how I want to go. And like you, the, that's how I want to go. Yeah, no. Yes. The tiny Sign guy me up. That's what Michael Douglas is going for. But instead of the Gallagher watermelon, <laughs> uh, he got cancer. Yeah. Hey, no. Well, if I'm between the legs of a lady and like it just it happens, then it's my time. <laughs> this is my time. I mean, it was either this or. 
some idiot at work fucked up and I got shocked. Yeah. yeah. I would yeah. much rather be leg squozing well, to yeah. death. Leg squozing. Yeah, no, there's in the last season there's a dude that like the he he turned tiny, the ant man like powers, jumped in the urethra of another dude, was running up his urethra, massaging whatever needs to be massaged, and he's like, Oh, it feels amazing. And the guy inside there's like sneezed because he just did a bunch of coke and then became full size and exploded the dude from the inside. <laughs> So yeah. Anyway, if you watch that show, you're probably going to be a little worried worried about having sex with a superhero. <laughs> Ant Man, I hardly knew you. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> well, that was just ish how they thought that the Avengers saga was going to end was Ant Man going up Thanos's ass and then going full size again. <laughs> I would have gone. I mean, it's kind of a lose lose about what, what where you're going to enter, but I, I would have gone with ear probably. <laughs> <laughs> ass or ear. Next, just I don't, I don't. Okay, I guess if I, you don't judge me, which orifice are you entering? <laughs> if the fate of the entire universe depends on it, I mean, you you got to go with one of the nethers to get up into the business a lot faster. I don't know, man. If you go the in ear, the ear, I don't know. The ear goes directly. Like, then you got an ear drum in the way. It gets into your sinuses. An yeah. ear infection can destroy your brain. I mean, there's no. If you want could, to trust, could you just tiny person walk straight down to the ear, right into the brain? I, there's a fucking eardrum. There's stuff in the way, man. Yeah, and also, there, sure. of all the orifices that you could enter, there's only one that he can't like knowingly blow you out of. Like if you go in the your, your urethra, he could piss you out. You go in the the anus, then he could fart or shit you out. You go in through the nose or the mouth, he could sneeze you out. He can't sneeze through his ears. I'm going in the ear. Hold his nose and yeah, his ears. Yeah, yeah. Maybe pop a little. Bit. As long as you blow me out. God, I hope I got a sneeze right now. I'm going to enter Thanos right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. Oh, I'm going to enter Thanos so hard. <laughs> that thirsty Josh Brolin. Um, anyway, so Void finally gets Elastigirl back onto the jet. Jesus Christ! Um, and you know everybody else is trying to stop the ship. They decide it's heading directly for the city, and uh, the controllers are smashed because Mister Incredible smashed him when he was hypnotized. So they can't turn. They can't do anything. But they're like, if we break one of the rudders or break one of the little uh, pontoon pontoon kind pontoon. of things that it's on. It's a big pontoon. And turn the rudder, we can just bank it hard right and avoid the city. So Frozone is shooting down and like freezing the water right in front of this pontoon thing. Right. So Mr. It, Incredible first tries to get to the control area, but the squeezer guy... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's where we get our opening line because he squeezed all these pipes and made it impossible to get there. He's like, could you you uncrush that? Uncrush? Why would I uncrush? No, uncrush is silly. What if I asked you to unpunch somebody? That's just stupid. Why would we do that? (laughs) He's like, yeah, never mind. I don't have time for this. Yeah, yeah. It was. He didn't destroy the controls. He just couldn't get to them because. Well, no, at one point he definitely, like, Mr. Incredible destroyed him because then when, when they're out there devising their plan, he's like, Someone goes, why can't we use the steering wheel? And he's like, uh, apparently, while I was hypnotized, I kind of smashed everything. So, <laughs> um, so Frozone is freezing the water right in front of this pontoon thing to constantly hit it and wear it down and eventually break it. During that... Uh, Mr. Incredible goes down to the anchor, takes the anchor off and ties the chain around himself. And it's like, all right, 
you know, wait till I give it two yanks. To He's pull got me a dash back up. there. He's yeah. like, all right, I'm going to go under the water here and then try to pull me out before I die. A lot of pressure for a kid. Yeah. <laughs> And so he gets down there and, you know, is trying not to get sucked into the giant boat propeller because he's not that one guy from Titanic. And uh, was the only good part of that movie is when that dude, ding, bounces off the propeller. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well, that and the boobs. But Yeah, so yeah there's at least two parts. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, you know, he gets there and they're all like, oh, my God, he's been down there too long. He's going to die. But he finally gets the rudder turned and the boat starts curving. They're like, oh, he's not dead yet because we're doing something. All right. <laughs> and then Frozone finally, finally, after being so persistent, wears down the defenses of this pontoon. That's all you got to do. You just got to. Yeah, just got to. Just keep nagging at him, and eventually they'll wear him down, and they'll sleep with you. <laughs> so that's what he did. No. He, what is that? A cease and a sorry or whatever? They got in trouble for that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I think he did, yeah. <laughs> so he then he breaks the little pontoon off, and the whole ship, like, curves super hard right. But it's so close to shore that it's almost like now Tokyo drifting to bring Fast and Furious back into this. On water, up into shore. So he's, like, frozoning, making giant waves of ice to, to stop it. And he does. He stops it before it hits any buildings, before it does any major damage. So... Good. Success. <laughs> good, yeah, it seems like a success. Yeah. It was a shitload of ice. I mean, it was, and that's probably going to cause some water to damage your stuff, and they might have to fix the railing on the side of the road that was right there at the shore, but yeah. that's a lot cheaper than a brand new building. Yeah. So yeah. Killed a lot less people than Underminer. Yeah, so he's doing all right. Doing all right. Um, uh, now, back up in the jet, Elastigirl's fighting with Evelyn, and... Uh, she, like, drops the cabin pressure, so Elastigirl's, like, about to pass out because Evelyn has the oxygen mask on, but she gets a flare gun or... Yeah, she's, like, laughing and acting weird because she doesn't have enough oxygen, and then she's like, oh, yeah, this is what happens before you die from a lack of oxygen to your brain. And then, yeah, I think she gets a flare gun. What, she shoot the window out? Is yeah. That, yeah. Shoots the window out, and it sucks Evelyn out of it, and she's able to run and grab the oxygen mask and, like, get some breaths, and, and then... The, the the jet just fucks off and crashes, and she yeah kills, also wrecks, out. wrecks into a building, crashes it, kills thousands. Yeah, but yeah, she gets <laughs> out, <laughs> but she gets out and saves the life of the villain. Right, 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 right. Importantly, um, and does get Evelyn. So Evelyn gets arrested, and now everybody's like, "Yay, superheroes!" Violet finally gets to go on her date. We cut to the whole family in a car. They pick up Tony riding her <laughs> to go to this movie date. And it's like, oh, no, don't worry. We'll be, you know, we're all going to the family movie night, but we'll be on the other side of the theater, bud. Don't worry about it. And Violet's like, no, they're just dropping us off. And, like, wide-eyed looking at the parents, like, <laughs> and then they are leaving and going somewhere else. You know, that whole <laughs> teenager thing. But right as they get to the theater, these cars race by, and they're firing guns at each other. So it's like whole family looks at each other and look and look over and yeah and she pushes notice that uh a tony got hit with a stray bullet and is laying there dead <laughs> <laughs> okay not really no but. no i like you <laughs> no uh so she's just like uh give me a large popcorn and a and a sprite and and i'll be back before the previews are over okay bye and shoves them out of the car and then they all have their masks and pushes a button in the car like transformers but not into a shitty robot into just a badass or a car 
And they go after the... Badass Ricard. Yeah. And then they go after the criminals, and that's credits. <laughs> I wish I could transform my vehicles into better vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> I got this Nissan Sentra, and I could push a button, and all of a sudden I got a fucking Mach 1. <laughs> Just, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Yeah, fucking sweet ass Mustang. This is a hydrofoil now. <laughs> just don't, just 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 don't fuck with the pontoons, please. You see the little red button? You never press the little red button. You got never, that slick? Never press the little red button. <laughs> That's, so it I, actually does are called poontoons. <laughs> <laughs> At least in my boat. Hey, if you got a boat, you're slaying all kinds of poon. I'm on a boat. <laughs> I'm on a boat and I'm getting wet and boats and hoes. Boats. So many great songs oh, about yeah. boats. Yeah. The wreck of the Esmond Fitzgerald. And <laughs> boats and <laughs> All right. Anyway. Ooh. Let's uh let's do our, our our thoughts. The proverbial horn bit. Brandon, I think you, you came back in. I think I'm almost considered fashion. a guest. Yeah. Yeah. Um well, full disclosure. Yeah, didn't just, watch just this. Like it, just <laughs> didn't like watch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nothing has changed. Didn't watch this. Actually, refused to watch it. Um, he has. He texted me says I'm not going to watch the Incredibles, and I said, "Well, it's Incredibles two. And he goes, "Same statement still stands." <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, not really my cup of tea or my my glass of bourbon or my can of beer, whatever. Uh, but this was fun talking about it. Just. I don't know, making a bunch of dick jokes and inappropriate <laughs> whatever. Uh, would I watch it? No. Would I rewatch it? Absolutely not. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. I'm going to call that a soft rewatch. <laughs> well, I don't know. If she keep, she's elastic as I hope she is. It might uh, be a hard rewatch. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you do some Google uh, searches on Alaska, you might check it out. <laughs> oh, there's a Pornhub tab for it. Oh, uh, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, uh, for me, I don't think it, I think the first one is better. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's weird because it's it's a kids movie, but it's a good movie. So yeah, it's a rewatch. Like my kids, like my daughter loved. Like she sat down and watched both of these movies with me. And if she wanted to watch it again, I'd absolutely sit down and watch it with her again because they're pretty good. But I think I, I prefer the first one. If I, I would choose the first one over this one. Yeah. All right. Agreed. Uh, first one is better. And Brad Bird was like. You know, the first one is so successful. And they're like, okay, we need to do a sequel because, you know, we're Hollywood and that's what we do. And he was, I don't know how this man has this blessed career where he got chased by Pixar for years before they, he finally decided to go work for Pixar. Like, I feel you have to beg on hands and knees to get a job at Pixar. And they pursued him. And then finally he's like, okay, fine, I'll work for you. And then they were like, yeah, whatever movie you've had like in your head or whatever you've been wanting to do, let's make, make that. Yeah. Your first job is to make that one movie you've always wanted to make. And then he made The Incredibles, and it was a massive success. And so, of course, immediately they wanted a sequel. And he's like, I'm not doing it until I think, like, I need an actual story. I don't want something that's just going to be like, here are those characters you love doing more stuff. I want... I'm not Stallone, so I want to have a good story. <laughs> Was it looking for, for that writing credit? Yeah, I, I yeah, I want to have an actual story before I make a sequel. Dude, uh, the budget was two hundred million dollars for this one. For this one, yeah, I on its opening weekend it got one hundred eighty-two million, so it almost broke even the first weekend. 
Is that just domestic or is that worldwide? Uh, that's yeah, uh, just domestic. Worldwide gross right now to date is one point two billion. Yeah, they're doing all right. <laughs> doing I mean, but right. everybody's so excited when it came back because everybody loved it so much, and then it fourteen years between, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Holy crap, a new Incredible!" So, and I mean, Judd T. Nelson is probably the one that. There was like, listen, we got to make another movie. I am, I mean, me, me and Hacksaw Jim yeah. have been just diving through dumpsters. <laughs> We've been doing bum fights under a bridge. Yeah, it's, can we get something going? Yeah, uh, no, I do like this one though. I like, I like that it was more focused on Elastigirl and the kid, like, and the the, the different powers. So there were more supers around. We got more interesting type of powers. That that Violet and Void fight. I thought was really cool because it wasn't like I'm super strong or I, you know, any of your standard superpower type of shit. It was two really weird ones and watching them utilize them in a fight, I thought was a lot of fun. So, uh, I said Judd, it's Craig, sorry, Craig T. Nelson, not Judd. yes, yeah, Judd, Judd Nelson was the bully from, yeah, Breakfast from, Re- yeah, no, sorry, yeah. uh, but anyway, so this is a rewind. I agree, the first one is better, but I really enjoy both of these a lot. And I'm guessing as Rosemary grows up, that I will watch these a bunch. Now, right. am I going to ever be like, hey, let's put on the Incredibles? Probably not, but if somebody brings it up, I'd always be down for it, yeah. And also, I don't 100%. know what it is about Holly Hunter's voice, but I love listening to her talk like that. Accent, her voice accent, is better than, yeah. I think, like, I wouldn't look at her and be like, oh, God, yes. But, yeah, her voice. I would love to hear yeah. her tell erotic stories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> raising Arizona is just a few years away, my friend. <laughs> just, yeah, just a few years. So there we go. We've got a two out of three. That ain't bad. That ain't bad at all. <laughs> Way to go, Brad Bird. If you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter at Their Watch Party. Find us on Facebook at The Rewatch Party. Email us, therewatchparty at gmail.com. What do you think uh, the hottest abilities of Elastigirl would be? (laughs) How do you feel about Dick Dicker? What about uh, The Void? If you know what I mean. Damn, when it gets to the friggin' when it gets to the to the tournament with Elastigirl, because I know she's gonna make it in between the two. two? Yeah, she's gonna be in, and I can't wait for the stories that we're gonna go. I feel like she's gonna be a heavy hitter in the in the bracket. She will probably be more popular than BJ Girl. Oh, imagine that matchup though. Yeah. (laughs) With whoever doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm up against Hulk? Okay. (laughs) I'm elastic. That's fine. Um anyway. Email us your thoughts on on the things. Speaking of the tournament that Anthony just brought up, we do have the Sister Show Tournament of Champions, wherein we take one, two, if there's a tie, character from each movie and pit them against each other in a battle royale to the death. Or really just who's more popular. And it really matters to nothing at all, but it's a lot of fun. So you can find the polls regarding that Tournament of Champions on our Twitter and Facebook pages. So make sure you find us there and get your votes in because your votes do count. Join us next week as we melt Nazi faces in Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Until then, I'm Nick with Anthony and Brandon, and thanks for rewatching.
Dick Dicker's just taking another Dick Dickin'. For nearly 3,000 years, man has searched for the lost Ark of the Covenant. The Bible speaks of the Ark leveling mountains and laying waste to entire regions. Not something to be taken lightly. No one knows its secrets. Jones, do you realize what the Ark is? It's a transmitter. It's a radio for speaking to God. An army which carries the Ark before it is invincible. The Ark, if it is there, Atanis, then it is something that man was not meant to disturb. It is protected by forces beyond imagination. It is desired above all treasures on Earth by those who are good, trust me, and those who are evil. I'll tell you everything. Yes, I know you will. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Let her go. No time if you still want the ark. It has been loaded onto a truck for Cairo. Raiders of the Lost Ark. A film from Steven Spielberg and George Lucas.